Hi, you're listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. SincerelyMrsMommy.com is a mom lifestyle blog dedicated to sharing authentic tips, advice, and inspirational stories for the modern mom. Our goal is to encourage you to grow, thrive, and be confident in every role that you lead. My name is Desiree Ofori. I'm the founder and the host for today. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. I'm Desiree. And before we get started, I want to thank everyone who tuned in last week, or the week before actually, to the podcast, episode 9, How We Work Together to Save Our Marriage. And that was with my friend Faith Smith, who was hysterical, who was tell it like it is, you know, not hiding nothing, just going in. <laughs> about her and her husband Kahari's marriage and how they were able to pull their marriage back together after it, you know, derailed a bit. And I just really so appreciate her authenticity and her transparency and just how she encouraged all of us to fight for our marriage and to not give up no matter what, um, to do the work and to give it all, give it our all. So thank you, Faith, and thank you, everybody who tuned into that episode. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go back. It's episode nine, how we work together to save our marriage. So today's episode is um, brought to you <laughs> by a article that I found on Facebook, and the title is "School Replaces Detention with Meditation and Has Astounding Results." This article really sparked my interest because I have been um, working with my son, my three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old son, Samson, and trying to do more breathing exercises with him to help him to um, have less tantrums and to be more calm. And he can be quite passionate, um, like a lot of toddlers, but um, it can be difficult sometimes when you just don't want to be spanking all the time. Let's just go there. I don't want to be spanking all the time. I don't want to be yelling. I don't want to be, you know, threatening. I just I just want to have a easier experience <laughs> at parenting. And you know, a couple of days ago I thought to myself, you know, I prayed like, God, I want to be smarter at parenting. I don't want to work harder at it. I just want to be smarter about the way that I parent this child. I know every child is different, but I just want to do it better in a way that is not causing all of us so much stress and heartache and just frustration. And so when I read this article, it just like really kind of clicked with me. And so I reshared it on my Sincerely Mrs. Mommy Facebook page and I asked the question, imagine trying something like this at home with your children. Do any of you practice yoga, mindfulness, or meditation? And so my friend Taisha responded, and this was her reply, yes, yes, and yes, laugh out loud to all of it. I just say it's mindful, conscious parenting, and it was my way of life that just permeated my parenting style, and even with other children I come in contact with. I find that approach to be more useful and effective than conventional methods. I could go on and on and on. And so since she was like, I can go on and on and on, I was like, well, you would make the perfect guest to have on the podcast or at least a blog post. And she agreed. So she came over to my house and, you know, we had the kids over and she recorded with me and it turned out to be a really, really good episode. You guys, this episode turned out to be, you know, a real eye opener for me and thought provoking on the way I would like to approach parents. Parenting. Taisha explains what mindful conscious parenting actually looks like with little children and even how she used it with her nine-year-old nephew who didn't grow up with this type of parenting style but the positive effect it still has had on him um, even to this even to this day so um, thank you Taisha in advance for you know doing this with me and thank you everybody for tuning in I hope you enjoy it and listen have an open mind when you listen to it I know some people may be like well I'm just gonna spank my kids I'm traditional this ain't about me I'm not about that life but <laughs> just listen with an open mind for understanding and for clarity and you may find some you know parts of it that you do want to implement not just for your parenting style but for your life in general and how you interact with the rest of the world so thanks again for tuning in. Let's get started.
I know Taisha, aka Kiera, aka Jude. <laughs> I've known her for oh my gosh, maybe like ten years. I think it was be- yeah, it was before I got married. So like yeah. ten years or more. Um, we met at church, mm-hmm. and um, she was always like this cool, yeah. like <laughs> Afrocentric. I was cool. Yeah, to me. <laughs> This cool Afrocentric India Ariish with the guitar type, you know, singer, you know, songwriter, the whole nine yards. But now she, um, it's all grown up. Like we were like kids practically back then, yeah. but now she's all grown up, has children, um, engaged, married, engaged, engaged and um, yeah. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself, and then we'll get into this. Well, she's right. Depending on where you know me from, Facebook, I'm Taisha, family, friends, Kiara. If you know me really well, you call me Jude, and there's a whole story behind that, but um, I'm 29, engaged, I have two kids, one is four, and the one that you've been hearing throughout this whole time, <laughs> he just turned one, uh, that's Corey, and then we have with me Terry, and when I saw the article, I was like, she said yoga, I was like, yes, meditation, yes, mindfulness, <laughs> yes, so thank you, it's it's. It's awesome to be here. I was so excited when I when I she, she commented on my post and I was like, oh my gosh, she wants me. She, oh, okay, 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 okay. It's cool. Calm down. And I had to wait oh, a little come bit on. before I responded because I didn't want to be like, okay, okay, but it's cool. I'm cool now. All right, I got it out. So yes, mindfulness, uh, consciousness, and you know, just being aware. And it centers a lot around me and just me as a person because before I had kids, like she said kind of on the hippie side uh, as a mom some use the term crunchy you know uh, some yeah. know that crunchy whatever the granola mom yeah you know <laughs> one of those quote unquote if you want to call it I'm just me you know and I just I just took it to another level I guess with uh, my kids I do want to say a lot of it comes from again me but in high school I took AP psychology and that has been the best class of life just period because it put me in the mind frame of what's really going on because as children you know they're still learning they've been here one two years and we're older obviously because that's how it works so (laughs) it's sometimes we operate in the mind frame that they're like one of our peers yeah and not necessarily a child like as far as the mindset and the actions that go along with their mindset but uh, that's just a little intro, I guess, to yeah. how I view it in the mind frame that I went into parenting with. Because once you have understanding and psychology, I mean, it was basically psych 101 in high school, but it really stuck with me because I was into that, all of that, you know, the mind and mm-hmm. people and personalities and all of that. So it really stuck with me. And that it kind of like led me on that whole course of looking into mindfulness and, you know, peace and all this stuff and just taking it to the next level and helping identify its role in my personal life and even in just myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, just a little intro. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting when you were talking about how we look at when we're dealing with children, how we forget, like, they haven't been around that long. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I wrote a blog post about it last year about like how the brain even like physiologically like there are certain things that they just can't comprehend mm-hmm. yet. It takes certain, you know, a- each age there's a different developmental right. stage and it's not just physically, mm-hmm. it's al- also mentally and emotionally. So a lot of the things that we es- expect from our children. Exactly. Like, they really can't do it. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that they're being rude or disrespectful. Like, they just really can't do it. And we forget that it's taken us a long time Come to on. learn exactly. these things as well. Absolutely. So, um, if we are mindful, um, I think that's really important. Like I said, I try, you know, I come from a psych background. And so, I know the things that I used to do with my clients, um, most of my career was dealing, basically, um, the framework was the client-centered and crisis intervention. So it's a lot of, like, anxiety mm-hmm. and just like, okay, here's the crisis, let's, how we, how do right. we come back to center ourselves, <laughs> center ourselves and calm down and relax our body and everything like that. And so I've tried to bring it into, you know, for Samson because, um, like I said, he's dramatic, but, um, 
I feel like whatever he learns now, if he can learn the foundation of it now, like it will help him absolutely as he gets older. And even when he's dealing with other people who may not be as patient, absolutely. I mean, because I have my moments. He's pretty much pretty much like me. I mean, I don't think I'm as dramatic. Okay, I'm gonna stop throwing my son <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> I'm gonna stop throwing him under the bus. But we, him and I, we we act very very similar. Gotcha. So I try to keep in mind, like, okay, if I with his age and feeling like how he feels what would make me feel better what would make me you know act different or make better choices on how i react to things so i like what you were saying like it starts with you right and then you got to pass it on to your children right and with passing it on to your kids like my oldest she's four about to be five and we started really diving into it even as a baby like it started even when she was born because I'm, you know, she breastfed till she was a little over two. And sometimes, it doesn't matter what community, breastfeeding in America, just period, it has this mm-hmm. whole, you know, made, not necessarily a stigma, but not a lot of people are cool with it. I mean, and that's fine, you know, to each his own. But, yeah. you know, I chose to breastfeed and even starting then, just after six months, when are you going to stop breastfeeding? You get that question a lot. Yeah. Hits a year. You're still breastfeeding? So even then, it taught me to, you know, stand up and be strong. Speaking of breastfeeding. (laughs) Break. (laughs) Um, You know, just standing strong in what you believe in and Mm -hmm. what you really ultimately stand for. So even like my children were very vocal. I say vocal, a.k.a. they cried a lot to most people (laughs) and most standards. Mm -hmm. So even when people, you have such a crybaby, I say, no, I have a baby that cries. They can't talk yet. So what do you expect them to do? Yeah. And how can you be upset over they literally can't talk? So even starting with something as simple as that, it began framing, you know, her, you know, for Mm -hmm. be you where you are, will grow you from here. Mm -hmm. As she got older with the crying, which, you know, they're kids, they're learning how to talk, learning how to communicate, learning how to regulate emotions. And, you know, some people are 40 and still can't regulate their emotions. So looking at... Say that again. Come on on now. Like, so she's, you know, one, two, and they're learning. Mm -hmm. And a lot of their learning, they're watching you. So if you start wigging out when they're wigging out, you're feeding into that cycle. So even, you know, when as she got older and we had the crying or episodes, you know, even in public, I'd be like, it's okay to cry. We just need to lower our volume. Mm -hmm. Start put... Let Allow them to use what tools they have which a lot of the time is crying mm-hmm. or you know they'll you know ones that throw tantrums in there trying to just move and shake it all out oh that's cool you know it's mm-hmm. okay i understand you're upset it's okay to be upset but let's stand up let's stay in this square let's put start putting parameters mm-hmm. and starting controlling what we can do and eventually we'll get to the when we're upset we don't have to do this we can maybe try this okay. or and it eventually with her anyway she stopped manifesting so much in public because I didn't feed into it, number one. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's okay. I get it. I, I feel sad, too. I understand identifying and recognizing <laughs> yeah. her emotions and her validity as a person despite her actions, which, I mean, you're two and you're crying. Yeah. You can't talk. <laughs> okay. That's what, what more can I expect from you? Yeah. I like what you said about it's okay to cry but lower the volume mm-hmm. because I had a... I had a situation with Samson this week and he was, he got a cook, he got a cook, well, he was going to get a cookie and, um, his, I told him he could have one, um, grandma let him have two and then he wanted the whole bag and I was like, no, you can only have, you're lucky you're getting two. (laughs) (laughs) And he got upset because he couldn't have the whole bag. So then he throws, he throws both cookies. Like he didn't even have a chance to eat. He's just like trying to collect cookies in his hands. (laughs) He throws them, throws it on the floor, you know, throwing this tantrum and whatnot. And so then, you know, I take him to his room for his we call it um, reset. <laughs> we don't say timeout. We yes. we say reset. Yes. You need to you need to reset. So I took him to his room to do that. He's hollering or whatever. So finally, when he calms down, and usually I will close the door and let him have the moment because um, I have you know anxiety and sometimes some days 
I'm good and I can handle, you know, all the hollering and stuff. And other days, like, if I'm already, like, almost tapped out, it's like, I, I just need a break myself. And this, this reset is more oh, for yeah. me oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> than it is for you because I don't want to do something that I regret or say things and I'm holding back my tongue to say things so I'm just so, you yeah. know, upset. Absolutely. Like I said, me and him are very much alike, but we both can <laughs> get real turned <laughs> when we're upset. And so um, after he calmed down, he came out of his room on his own. And he came to, and I said, come on, Samson, let's, let's talk about this. What's going on? And um, I'm really proud of him because he's three and a half, but he's been, the last couple of months, he's been getting much better at explaining himself or why he's upset and things like that. And so he was like, I'm ang- I was angry because I wanted the cookie and um, grandma gave me, grandma gave me one and grandma gave me two mm-hmm. and I want all the cookies. And I'm just like listening That's to him awesome. like, man, I'm really, <laughs> okay, keep talking, <laughs> keep talking a little mini therapy session. And, um, and then he was saying, um, uh, you know, why he was saying that he goes, <laughs> I, I was crying and I go on the floor and the tears he puts his hand to his to his eye and he go and the tear come down my face Aww. and he's drawing the tears coming down his face. I'm trying so hard. Like I'm not mad anymore yeah. because this whole conversation <laughs> is like wow. I'm like like wow, like impressed and then you know trying to hold back the laughter because like oh, yeah. it's so funny at the same time. But I told him I was like it's okay for you to be angry but you don't have to act like this. It's okay for you. And he's like but I was crying. It's okay for you to cry right. but you don't have to throw yourself. So I like how you said, because sometimes it may not, if, if he's in the moment, it's like there is no talking any oh, sense yeah. to him. Like he's he's gone, so we need to remove him from the situation. But I like what you said about, you know, you can lower the volume. So instead of us saying, you know, stop crying, stop exactly. crying. Because it's going to make him want to cry more. You exactly. tell somebody to stop doing something, they yeah, want to do it yeah. even more. And then you get frustra- more frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like this cycle. It's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. Un- out of control. And so, um, like I said, I like what you said. I'm going to try that. Instead of saying stop crying, like lower lower your voice. And just... And let him have his moment. Because, like, I would want to have my moment. Exactly. And sometimes that's all it's about. Mm -hmm. Like, now that she's a little older, now my thing is we're not in competition. Mm. When she tries to be slick and thinks she's smarter than me. And sometimes I let her get away with it. And then I pull a fast one on her and I'm like, gotcha. I'm everywhere. (laughs) But, you know, just Mm -hmm. now it's, you know, we're not in competition. This is not a power struggle. Yeah. This Whether it be for a safety reason. And I'm not a mom who gets irritated when you ask me why all the time. Mm -hmm. Because... Some kids, that's, I mean, they're learning. So we can't just follow this order and then mm-hmm. get mad later on when it bites us in the butt when they're just following orders. Mm. That's how I look at it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I give her, you know, if she asks me why, depending on what it is, if it's something safety and she, I say, listen, I tell her to pay attention to the cues. Do I sound urgent? Does mm-hmm. it sound like mommy's playing or does it sound like mommy's serious? If mommy's sounding serious and I'm telling you to move from the road, move, yeah. then you can ask me why. Don't stand there and, and ask me why, why. <laughs> and while a car is coming. <laughs> but it's important to let them, yeah. and it's teaching her how to pay attention to, and to people and mm-hmm. situations and being mindful, just period. Like, yeah. that whole lifestyle of mindfulness, I'm heavy on it. Like, yeah. that's just how I, I'm a cool, you know... <laughs> Change is good. Mm-hmm. It makes you resilient. Let's yeah. just keep going. Like, not getting stuck, you know, when they're at that, that age. Mm-hmm. The littlest thing can, it didn't go my way. I want to throw a tantrum. It's okay. We just got to change the plans. Let's just go with yeah. the flow. And just kind of getting them into that whole mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's it's balanced because Papa's more traditional. And even that whole just tradition working with kind of like a, yeah. you know, not so traditional. <laughs> it's it, yeah, let's talk about that. Because I run into that sometimes. Like Sam, my husband Sam, he will... He wants to... We want to be on the same page. But um, I know some moments he's more um, he's more stern. And I would get up... I would get irritated because he could say, you know, stop this right now. And Samson will, you know, react and stop. Whereas I have to be like... You know, a little bit more coaching sometimes. My my newest thing has been, um, I'm going to call Mr. Spanky. And I, I'm playing to the strength of his um dramatics because 
And I don't know, if maybe this is bad to do or <laughs> I don't know. But I know how his mind works and how he's already very imaginative. So I can only imagine what Mr. Spanky looks like to him. But I would say, oh, I'll guess I need to go talk, call Mr. Spanky, and I will pretend like I'm talking to Mr. Spanky. Like Mr. Spanky, you need to come, and and he and he'll straighten up. So y'all y'all don't bash me for that if this is wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> to play with his mind, but um, it gets him to like think. So yeah, so with with trying to be, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, I don't want to keep spanking because, like, that's exhausting to always have to put so much energy into, right. like, discipline and punishment. Like, I just want to, like, old school. I just want you to look in my eyes and see that I'm serious. Those cues. And do it. <laughs> and that's, like, a big thing we're working on, like, just cues. Does mm-hmm. it sound like I'm, it starts with, does it sound like I'm playing or does it sound like I'm not? Yeah, I like that. So it's letting them Instead of like, oh, am I yelling? It's more like urgent, not yelling at you because I'm upset. Analyze what's going on. Pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. If it sounds like I'm playing, okay, that's fine. But if it doesn't, you're actually like you recognize, okay, she's not playing. Mm -hmm. I need to maybe try something different because this isn't working. Mm -hmm. But that, I mean, when you start so young, it's so easy to just stay in that whole vein of because a lot of things or mistakes happen because we're not mindful. Mm-hmm. And just not paying attention and not aware. So we're me and her pop, the traditionalist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I when we first you know found out we're you know having a baby, you know talking about. I mean, we've always talked about you know kind of parenting styles, backgrounds, two totally different backgrounds, and we took you know different things from those backgrounds. Mm-hmm. More stern. He's more stern. I'm more. You know, she's four. Even now, I'm a lot of times I'm like she's four. Mm-hmm. Like. She's still learning how to regulate emotions. Just like sometimes as an adult, we mm-hmm. are. Depending on the situation, sometimes we're caught off guard. Yeah. Even if you do have it down, you get caught off guard and you're in the same position as someone who's four who's just trying to regulate, just trying mm-hmm. to get a grasp and grip. And they act out differently than we do when yeah. we're in those situations. So, back to the beginning. When having kids and I'm like, you know, I'm more, you know... I pay attention to what's going on with them. I say, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I took a few classes. <laughs> the stuff with kids made sense. PJ, mm-hmm. you know, all these things, their pyramids and what they're looking for, what they yeah. need, how they go about. It. And I said, you know, we, I can break it down for you step by step or we can go with the flow. Yeah. You know, and just as we've been going and coming across situations together, it's just taking that moment to, you know, not right in front of her. But, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, right. give the cues to, hey, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And one second, Cora. Thank you for saying excuse me, though. Because normally that doesn't happen. It's mommy, mommy, mommy. So excuse me is a big thing. Had to praise her on that. And it's just uh, basically trusting each other as partners. Yeah. And if, like, I, I told him straight up, I was like, you know, I'm not big on, you know, spanking. I said, to me, it's like if it ever happened, it'd be like an absolute last, like, resort. Because when they're this young, I said... Really, they're doing, I said, we're their main influence because I stay with the kids. I clean to, that's like our family business. So my schedule works around handling family business and cleaning and my two kids. Corey's in VPK now, but before she was with me all the time as Terry is. So hold on, Corey. Hold on. (laughs) So just, I, I said, you know, every time something come up. He'd let me handle it or watch me handle it. And then later on, I'd be like, mm. we'd have a little discussion about it. i say, you know, because some people are so quick to grab a switch mm-hmm. or a pop or something like that. And I'm more, let's try to work through it, you know, what's going on in, on the inside. Because um, mm-hmm. they have their own mind. Yeah. And their own, just like dealing with Corey versus my son, totally different. Same principles, just applied differently because every kid is not the same. So even in using whatever pointers or tips you may get, you have to cater it to your child. It's not a blanket for all your children. Yeah. And being mindful of that, it all goes back to me, like going back to being mindful yourself mm-hmm. and just, okay, this one does well when we have to go in a room and sit down. Yeah. Like you said, reset. That's what I've been using with her. Mm-hmm. And actually my nephew, who's nine, because I carry a five pack normally on the weekend, but I have two of my own three nieces and nephews, it's five of us, and he's nine, uh, about to be nine, and he has some temper 
temper issues. He's got a lot going on, you know, and I tell him every time I see him, I said, I know you have a lot going on. I said, you're a kid, but I said, I know you got a lot going on. And mm -hmm. I said, I know you care about blade blades the way I care about my cake burning. So, you know, <laughs> I said, I get you have things that you value just as much as me, though it's, it's just different. And I have to respect that. When we start not respecting the things they value, think about what happens when someone doesn't value what you respect. Yeah. How do you respond as an adult, let alone someone who hasn't been here as long, and then it's coming from someone that they trust. Yeah. So when you're, when you, like, you have to think about emotionally, which they do have a lot of, and a lot of things are ruled by that when they're, you know, at certain ages, mm -hmm. emotionally, how are we interacting and how are we affecting our children? And I find a lot in the, you know, Mm -hmm. black community when it comes to emotions and mental health and all mm -hmm. of those things there's this stigma we don't want to talk about it go we there it's that, <laughs> it, you, you know that one auntie's house you can't go over <laughs> because you know it's just that whole stigma around it and i'm very open about it i'm mm -hmm. like when, you know when we got with their dad i was like we're going to talk about this because i'm not going to be uh, emotional labor like, have you heard of that? Mm, explain that. In case I'm, no one else has heard it, what's emotional labor? The best example I can come up with, I like examples. Jesus taught in parables. I like stories too. Uh, you know, everyone knows though, when they go low, we go high, like Michelle Obama, and what that came following as far as what we were experiencing as a nation. And the article that I read on it, it used that as an example. She did the emotional labor for America at that point mm -hmm. with that statement as far as I can it to simply being the peacemaker but it's more than that it's you know mom knows shoe sizes birthdays what's mm -hmm. for dinner when's dinner all this stuff and that takes a toll on you that is emotional labor wow you have yeah. to carry that load and a lot of the times women do it because it may be cultural it may mm -hmm. it's a lot of factors that factor into it sometimes they're the only one yeah. So, you know, but that's something that we have to take into consideration as well. And they like emotions exist at every age. We cannot just acknowledge them when we want to mm -hmm. or, you know, something like that. But sorry, yeah. I'm going off. <laughs> I got a lot. I don't get to talk to adults a lot. I'm surrounded <laughs> by two kids all the time. So it's like, yay, we get to talk about adults. Now. But, you know, it's just, hey, 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 calm down, calm down. What are we talking about? Um, how they have, you have to basically validate what they're feeling. Because hey, hey. I, I feel the same way, like, Mama. acknowledging mm -hmm. that, you know, that he's, that Samson's angry. And, like, I understand that you are angry. Right. Like, I'm not discrediting that, you know. And like you said, that may be the two cookies. That could be the biggest, to me, that's like, it's just two cookies. Exactly. But to him... That's the biggest thing that he's experienced in his life. Like, that's a mm -hmm. big loss to oh, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that's what. Yes. So, like, even with, like, interacting with other children, my nephews, my nieces, kids I come in contact with, I told him he was having an episode where he was annoyed. Uh, my daughter's four. He's nine. Age difference. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, wants to follow him. And he has a little brother who's on his feet. And he's like, all these annoying people. I said, well, guess what, Jay? I say, annoying people don't go away. I'm not going to lie to you. They're not going to go away. They're going to get more annoying. There's going to be more of them. So instead of getting upset at the situation, because you can't change her, just yeah. like she can't change you. So I said, you're allowing a four-year-old, because right now, at this time, he was sitting alone, having a reset in a room. I said, you allowed a four-year-old to control your freedom. I said, she got the keys to your freedom because you allowed her to drive you to this room. And he's looked, and I said, a four-year-old. And he said, it clicked. And he was like... I said, and he, he just kind of looked at me mm -hmm. like with that look, mouth open a little bit, mm -hmm. gate, little teeth showing, like tongue almost hanging out. Like, <laughs> you know, like that made, it made sense. And yeah. that's another thing, getting something. Sometimes we try to explain things to a one-year-old the way we would a 40-year-old. And it's yeah. just like, they're one, they're two, they're three, they're four. I can't speak to them in the same manner. Yeah. I have to change. It can be the same principle, but I have to change the way it's delivered so they get it and then they got it and then reinforce it yeah. so it's good. So oh, no. now with my nephew, he comes over every week and I said, who got the keys? Mm -hmm. And he, he, I do. He, you know, <laughs> he, take, he takes ownership of mm -hmm. it and it's reminding him that the annoying, it's not going to go away. Ultimately, it's a choice that you have to make whether or not you're going to do what you need to do to keep the keys, mm -hmm. to keep your freedom, mm -hmm. or you're going to allow something else to 
take that away from you. And then, you know, me, I said going into, he's, you know, a biracial man Mm -hmm. and he airs on the lighter side. But I say, you know, I tell him, I tell him all the time, I say, you are a black man. Mm-hmm. I remind him of that because of everything that's going on yeah. with, you know, racial tensions, police, mm-hmm. all these things. And even though he's nine, wasn't like Tamir Rice 12, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having a son and having nephews and being, mm-hmm. you know, African-American, black, is, the, is we have to start these conversations somehow. Yeah. And I tell him who got the keys because eventually it's going to be like, you go out and act up in the world, mm-hmm. the police take your freedom. Yeah, they get your keys and they hold the prison keys. So and I like that it's not coming from a place of fear. Either. Exactly, like it's you're just, not. It's just being mindful. Exactly, and being aware yeah. of what's going on. Okay. Hey, volume, volume. Being aware of what's going on, and just even you know sometimes you know they say some plant, some water, some see it bloom. Mm-hmm. I don't know which you know how far I'm going to see the seed grow, but you know. Mm-hmm. I feel with anyone, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, you know, be sensitive to the spirit, of course. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to you gotta start somewhere. You can't wait till they're there and then try to overload them on all of this stuff. Because, yeah. you know, then it can get confusing. It can be coming from a place of fear as a mom or dad. My 16-year-old, mm-hmm. you're about to go out with the car for the first time. Mm-hmm. The police come, and you're doing all yeah, this. Yeah. And, you know, that can a panic. So if I start now, even with the little things, just of being mindful of self and taking responsibility for your actions and understanding Mm -hmm. the repercussions of them in situations even as small as annoying people Mm -hmm. and making poor decisions. Let's 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 nip it in the bud. Let's let's cut that stalk and let's let it shoot out over here in a more positive direction Mm -hmm. for making more wiser decisions instead of even I don't say good and bad, I say wise and poor decisions. Mm, Because to me, even as a little one, like good and bad, we can associate that with self. So I said, I don't Mm. want her to think of herself as bad because she did this. Even you know, you're separate from your decisions. Yeah. And I know sometimes I've experienced because I worked in preschools a little bit, you know. The bad boy, I did something bad. And yeah. I was like, I would never want, yeah. especially yeah. coming from mm-hmm. your mom, I would never want you to feel that I'm saying you are bad. Right. So I'll say, oh, that was a poor decision. How can we make a wiser decision? Not associating, you know, good and bad with worth of self. Yeah. Or so it's, you know, it happened. How can we learn from it? You know, move on. Let's make a wiser decision mm-hmm. to get more positive outcomes okay. rather than, you know, good, bad. Yeah, you know, that whole I feel thing. the same way. I have a friend. She um, recently had put on Facebook, and she's like, "I don't say that my I have bad kids. I tell them they make, you know, I think she said bad choices or poor choices, um, and that's something that at Samson School that they instill in them too. Like you make good choices, make mm-hmm. poor choices, make you know. But I like the wise, uh, the wise part because I feel the same way. Like I don't want him to internalize that, right? Because I know like growing up, and I mean. People, people will try to blame their parents for everything. I, I mean, y'all, we just, we all, our parents were in the same boat as, as we are. And you don't tend to realize that until you become a parent Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> um, my, um, I think my, one of my grandparents used to say, when, when you get old, you will, you will know, you will understand. Like when you're older, you will understand. Mm-hmm. But so we're all just trying to learn at the same, you know. We're all trying to learn together. Exactly. <laughs> trying to do the best for the next on. generation. So, you know, things that I've, I've, and I'm still, you know, processing and digging through it myself, trying to, you know, find the core of some of my um, issues with, like, rejection mm-hmm. and, you know, um, what that looks like and making good choices. And if I, because I'm, I'm a GP, GPK, or grand... <laughs> A grand pastor's kid. All right, all right. <laughs> so, um, there were a lot of expectations, verbally and non-verbal, um, of us. And I know that a lot of decisions that we made, it was like, well, I have to make do good and do these things to, in order to be a good person so that right. everybody will look at me as a good person. Mm-hmm. When it's sometimes it's just things that I just didn't want to do it because I know what it looks like that, you know, that's a good choice. But... <gasps> And I think it has followed, not I think, I know it has followed me throughout, you know, all the way into mm-hmm. adulthood. So now I'm in the place of like unpacking that and trying to be like, okay, now how do I re-navigate? Right, 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 <laughs> right. That right, even right. if I make a decision that you may not agree with, um, um, does it, t- it doesn't take away from me. I'm still right. a good person. Right, I'm still a good right. person. Absolutely. So if I made a bad choice, 
okay, I made a I made a poor choice. Exactly. But I'm still a good person. Exactly. Um, I made a wise choice. I'm still a good person. It, does, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, affect, it doesn't exactly, affect who I am. Exactly. Right. Your core, like protecting that mm-hmm. core of the core of the littles. Just, yeah. just came up with that right there. I like the that. core of the Let's littles. Let's write that down. The, Protect the core Protect of the Protect the core of the littles, especially as parents, because they got a whole world out there that could want the exact opposite of what you want for your child. Yeah. And that's just the reality. So, you know, we don't want to create this fantasy land for them. Like, mm-hmm. I like to bring, you know, the reality of the situation, but when they're home, I want them to know they're home. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, I tell Corey all the time, I say, it's okay to make mistakes, but what we're not allowed to do is not think, because... Playing, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. I said, we're not going to just toss off our responsibility every time we can just say, I don't know. Yeah. Because sometimes you do know, you just don't like what you have to say because you know, <laughs> you know, mommy's not going to yeah. be with that. She's mm-hmm. going to be like, well, that wasn't wise or yeah. that was that. Did we really think about what could happen when we did that? Mm-hmm. And I just tell her straight up, I don't like, I just say, you know, you may, I may not like everything that you have to say. Mm-hmm. But I still love you. Yeah. I say, and it, it doesn't make you, I mean, I say, it's done now. So just tell, we can just tell the truth about it. Mm. So we can understand what happened so we can get different results next time. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I was thinking, I was talking uh, with their papa the other day. And I was like, you know, I was thinking of the top, you know, 10, 15 words I say to them. And be mindful. Mm-hmm. And be mindful. I love you was first. Be mindful. Then it was like, brush your teeth, <laughs> where's your socks, <laughs> do you want something to eat? Mm. Like, all of those, no was not anywhere near, like, the yeah. common words that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. Because, like, no. There's nowhere to go from there. There's no yeah. talking, you shut down. I know as an adult when we hear no, it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, like, even with them, like, I try to find other ways to say no. Like... Do we really think that's a good idea? And let them mm-hmm. decide that, no, yeah. that's not wise. You know, just and even... Force, forcing them to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than no, and you're not, no, you don't know why I'm saying no. Yeah. So I say, let's not think about it. Can't, don't do, I want to climb both chairs, you know, stack <laughs> them on top of each other and then climb it. Mm-hmm. Well, Corey, do you think that'll hold up? Do you think, don't you think that may topple over? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll get hurt? Do you think that's a good idea? No, that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can just do one chair that you can jump off of. You know, mm-hmm. teaching them those, you know, conflict resolution skills mm-hmm. that some people just didn't get. And you can tell because <laughs> they have no idea how to handle conflict yeah. or, you know, just yeah. people in general. Just trying to teach her those skills in the basics of how to, you know, be in the world. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be there to think for you. And I was thinking, I was thinking that too. That makes them less dependent, and that gives them the independence that they want anyway. Exactly. With the guidelines of (laughs) like, so you know, I'm not here to just you're going to hold my hand and we're going to walk this together. No, like I'm holding your hand, but not really because you you're going to be you're making the decisions ultimately, even at four. Mm -hmm. And I know it's kind of weird to think of it like that, but that because but that's my reality because she goes to school and she has to make decisions. I'm not there. Yeah. So I I'd say you know. Even when mommy's not there, if you know what the wise or right decision is to do, you have to do it even if I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Because that is what's right. Then we start talking about God and, you know, all the, you know, even introducing these ideas just little by little, it matters. Rather yeah. than you do it because I say so. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond that. And it's going to, like, I've found that that causes issues later <laughs> mm-hmm. down the road with that whole attitude. And, you know, sometimes it's just what you know you don't know what to do so we're gonna do it but we're in the age of information let's yeah. empower ourselves mm-hmm. and get the knowledge that we need so we're not producing you know people who can't function in the real world with other people yeah and conflict and everything like that so it's almost like like you said we're in the information you know age and technology everybody has for the most part has access if you're listening to this that means you have access True. to True. <laughs> Um, you have access, so you have no excuse to like dig and research and, you know, there isn't, there isn't a one size fits all, you know, like, like, um, you were saying before, like, you know, you have to do certain things with one child and you have to do certain things with another child and see what works. Um, we don't get a handbook, so (laughs) 
um, except for the Bible. <laughs> but even then, like you still, um, I like what you said. It got to be led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and um, and those of you who don't, you know, believe in that, who are listening, who don't believe in that, or understand that, basically, what your gut is was telling you, like your gut, I feel, yeah. will never lie to you. You know what feels right mm-hmm. and what feels wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know, go go on that. And if you want to give your children something more than what you had as a child, yes. let it not be so much as material. Let it be something, you know, that they can take right. mindfulness, you know, with them, that mm-hmm. they can carry on that legacy to their children right. and to other people around them, that they can teach other um, other people those how skills. to have those skills and, you know. Rather than just these, we do it because of this, teaching right. the skill. Like, mm-hmm. even with sending her to school, I, like I told her teacher, I said, I taught her how to learn. Like, she's there to practice learning. Mm -hmm. Some people just send their kids to school and they're unprepared. Mm. And they really struggle because they're not just, it's not just the letters. They're literally learning how to learn because Mm. of whatever the situation may be. Yeah. What they weren't taught or whatever. But, you know, I tell them that. And I'm like the parent who's just like Mm happy-go-lucky. Like, oh, they're doing this? Awesome. Like, she went into preschool, you know, knowing how to write her name, all this stuff. So I said... She's here to practice learning with different styles than mine. She's here to learn how to okay. interact with different, you know, teaching styles, teachers, because you're going to put your kid in school and that teacher, you know, mm-hmm. whether, you know, they have their own personality, their own teaching styles, their own curriculum. Yeah. And if I train, you know, if I bring you up in a way that you can't learn from wherever you are, then to me, then I've done a disservice to you because mm-hmm. You never know what situation you may end up with. You never know if they're going to get that teacher that everyone has this to say about or this to say about as far as their downside in teaching or whatever. And since, you know, you're going into this, sometimes it's more rigid than others at other schools, academics and whatnot. So, you know, if you don't teach them how to learn, you're putting, to me, it's, I'm setting her up with a disadvantage because not only do you have all this new information, now you're trying to learn how to learn from other ways, which to me, I should be teaching you that just period because Mm -hmm. go into life period just being a student whether you're in a Mm cornfield and you're looking at corn and you know whatever the case may be learn how to learn wherever you're at and if I can do that with you I think you'll be all right I like that learn how to learn wherever you are at that's good even yeah that's good I'm Y'all, y'all can't see me, but I'm, like, nodding my head. Like, I'm just, like, letting it, like, soak in. Like, learn. Yeah. Yeah. Teach those skills. And, you know, that, you know, equip them with those skills that they can apply wherever they're at. And it starts even now. We like to think of doing that when they're, you know, about to go out into college or, you know, high school and stuff like that. But whatever age they're at, you can start now. Mm -hmm. It's different at different ages, but you can start you know now yeah even as simple as you know being mindful you know if you think of the words that you say to your kids and know is in that top 10 make it top 15 start mm-hmm. somewhere find yeah. different ways to do what you're doing if you're finding that it's not working and you can still apply those mindfulness you know talking in kindness i'm big on that mm-hmm. even discipline can be delivered in kindness mm-hmm. it doesn't can have give to an be. example of that <sighs> <laughs> put you on the spot you did i'm thinking like you know it's like you're with these kids all the time uh-huh. and you have to do it all the time yeah it's even as something as simple as fixing your tone okay. if you can't get over the whole no thing find it you know no you know no sounds mm-hmm. different than no and that's even even that small step the yeah. tone because sometimes we display so much dissatisfaction in our tone yeah. and how we speak to and these are like babies like you're 50, 40, 30, whatever, and you're three, two times their age, three times their age. Even dealing with teenagers who can throw the most shade mm-hmm. attitude, they sling it like it's, you know, mm-hmm. they walk in it. Yeah. You know, we don't feed into it. Yeah. Just stop. And that's something I wanted to, um, before we wrap up, is to what advice do you have for those who have older kids? Um, like you have your, so... Majority of us, our kids are that are listening, our kids are in that zero to five age group. But for those who are older, say like that um, elementary school age, heading into middle school age, where it's kind of like, oh well, um, 
you lost. <laughs> uh, you didn't handle it, then, you know, hope is lost. What what advice? Because you, you have your nephew, so you have some um, experience with that. He didn't really... I don't think that he grew up with... No, he, no, he the type of, <laughs> I just get him on the right. weekend. Auntie so, Rara in the house, you know. So step, <laughs> stepping in from a place where... Or even if you've adopted a child or have, um, have fostered children who are coming from a different environment than you, um, what advice do you have on how to put that put that into their mind or help them learn mindfulness. Well, it starts with the parent, especially if you're dealing if you're if you're radically changing your parenting style. I'll say don't do it overnight. I know that may sound backwards, but don't do it overnight because you'll drive yourself mad because you realize how much mindfulness and you know consciousness it really puts a lot of responsibility back on you as a parent. Mm-hmm. And some people don't want to you know, accept that little JoJo's out there acting a fool because maybe I was a little too lax. And you have to acknowledge the flaws. Mm-hmm. I know that. Quote, unquote, flaws. There, there were air quotes. Flaws. Air quotes. <laughs> not so great things. Things we can improve at. However you want to call it mm-hmm. as a parent. And when you start there, that's really where you can begin to implement change. Because if you're not honest with yourself, it's not they're going to be able to call out the fool. Like, mm-hmm. you're lying. Like, you don't do that. So why mm-hmm. should I do that? Yeah. You don't, you fly off the handle. Why should I not you fly really off the handle? You really have to lead by example. Yeah. And even, like, Corey will tell me, and she's told me on more than one occasion, you're being a jerk. Oh. We don't, we don't say, <laughs> we don't think jerk is a bad word. We'd rather jerk than a lot of other things you say. <laughs> And a lot of other things they could hear. Mm-hmm. But that's how we identify, you know, mean or rude. Mm-hmm. or And sometimes it's mistaken. And Samson will say that. He's like, Mommy, you're mean. You're being mean. Yeah. And, you know, and I say, I'll, 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 I'll acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, okay. And I'll think about what I did. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes you do. You're irritated. And, Corey, go sit down. Mm-hmm. And she knows that's not how we speak. She recognizes unkindness and where it's coming from. Mm. So, and she'll call me out on it. And I, as a mom, that's what I taught you. I can't get mad at you. Yeah. So it's you know what, Corey, <laughs> I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. I say I'm sorry. And within the top fifteen words, I'm sorry because mm-hmm. I mess up all the time. I tell her grownups mess up too. Yeah. And it's interesting because now you know I'm you know we all have our village. So and everybody in the village may not agree with the hut, but you know. Mm-hmm. If the village don't want to act right, the hut got it handled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, dealing with other, you know, interacting with other family members who are more on the traditional side. And then sometimes I'll let it happen because mm-hmm. she needs to learn how to operate with different type of people and, you know, just life. I can't, I can't be there to protect you for everything. Yeah. You have to learn how to process and deal. And if I'm always there saving you, mm-hmm. you, you don't develop those skills. So sometimes if someone's being a little more stern than I like, I'll let it happen. Okay. And then I'll talk to her afterwards, just, mm-hmm. you know, seeing how she handles the situation. Because I, I don't know if you're learning what I'm trying to put. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, if you're yeah. picking up what I'm putting down unless I see you put it in action. Yeah, if so, you keep interrupting exactly. the learning process. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've, I'm it's, huh. she's getting older. I'm stepping okay. back more. <laughs> and I'm letting, I'm watching her handle mm-hmm. it. I'm seeing, has what I've been doing, is it is it clicking? Do I need to change it? And you have to do those things as a yeah. parent, too. Mm-hmm. But back to older kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. I go on tangents sometimes. Sorry. Uh Outside of first, start off with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're really going to adapt those things, internalize it. Just as if you, you know, going to the gym, which may not be the greatest example for some people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just with anything else that you're going to take on in life, start small. Yeah. You know, be honest. If Especially if you have older ones, be honest. You know, sometimes I get mad. And sometimes I mess up. Have that real. Because sometimes it's like we try to yeah. be fake to our kids. And it's just like they recognize mm-hmm. you're not being truthful. Mm-hmm. They recognize you're just saying it to say it, and they're gonna ultimately they're gonna do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that's and if you you know you're gonna take it on, you know we're gonna do this together. Mm-hmm. We've been doing we've been flying off the handle when we get angry. We've been using unkind words when we're angry. Let's change that. Yeah. I'm gonna hold you accountable because I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm your parent. But I'm giving you permission to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Let's keep each other so that way you're doing it together and they're not feeling because sometimes we just want to be lord and ruler mm-hmm. over everyone and everything and they're their own person. Yeah. They have their own life they're living, their own things that they're going through and you know, start with yourself, acknowledge, you know, where they are, what they're going through in whatever situation just period in life, acknowledge it. Find out how you can work it together if you're trying to just start from somewhere new. 
And then just be easy on yourself because it takes time to change with anything. That's good. That's good. You know, and just it's all just centers back on, you know, point them to not to a person or a law or, you know, in, in, in self, yourself, because ultimately that's what you're going to have at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And just start, you know, start somewhere. Yeah. Baby steps. And eventually you'll change together. Just don't try to lie to your kids because it won't work. If you're not really about this and all it does is sound good, leave mm -hmm. it at that. And maybe later on, it's something that you'll venture out into. But don't try to fake it because they'll be able to call it and more than likely they'll act out more than before because now you're being a hypocrite and mm -hmm. that's what it is. And now you're not allowing me to call you a hypocrite, yeah. but you want me like it, it. You'd be surprised how well children can think when it comes in terms of you're telling me to do this, but you're not doing it. So yeah. this is what you are because you tell them that's a liar, mm -hmm. but you don't want them to call you a liar. Mm -hmm. So look at the position you put them in. You know, that's tough. But if you frame it in the mind that I'm learning just like you, I mess up just like you, just mm -hmm. because I mess up, it doesn't mean I'm a liar. It doesn't mean I'm not trying. I just messed up. Yeah. And in the past, I may have handled it, you know, spanking, punishment, all this stuff. But we're going we're gonna to try this together and we're going to do it together and we're going to mess up together. But this is what we're standing on mm -hmm. and this is what we're going to do. So let's do it. Yeah. And they'll fight just like with anything. But mm -hmm. if you're consistent and you mean it and they see it, it'll work. Yeah. Can't put a time frame on it. Yeah. It <laughs> More teamwork. More teamwork exactly. than yeah. Than dictator, little person. Yeah. I don't you know, you're a person just like I'm a person, you just haven't been here as long and I <laughs> And, you know, I know a little bit more than you, but mm -hmm. I'm still, there's so much more I don't know myself. Mm -hmm. So we're just doing it together and yeah. we'll all mess up, but it's okay. Let's yeah. forget. And forgiveness. Mm -hmm. That's a, we teach forgiveness, walking in forgiveness and kindness, because I need her to forgive me sometimes just as much, you know, it, it works both ways. Yeah. Just as people. And that's a big thing, seeing them as a person, not just a child. Mm -hmm. they're, they're a person yeah. with their own that they have going on and just being mindful of that That's is good. effective girl <laughs> this was good this was really really good so if anybody wants to connect with you how how do you want them to reach out to you you can facebook me <laughs> uh, on facebook I am Taisha Taisha <laughs> yes on Facebook, I'm probably going to comment on this. You'll see me somewhere in the comments, too. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> But, yes, reach out. I mean, I'm open. I talk about, I like, I follow this lifestyle. It transfers into their food, being conscious and mindful of what they eat, mm -hmm. you know, what they see, what they watch as a parent, as a person. That's me. Thank you for your time. And thank you again. Like, I'm, I'm cheesing You're right welcome. now. <laughs> it's been I'm great so thankful. Thank I'm you. I'm so thankful. This is really, really good. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. You can follow along with the blog post at www.sincerelymrsmommy.com. If you'd like to send an email, you can do so at sincerelymrsmommy at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social, you can at Sincerely Mrs. Mommy and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest. Be sure to share this with your mom friends and tune in next week for another episode. Thanks, you guys. Be blessed.